This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The most fun we in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley and the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, Ricky, always good to have the wonderful pleasure and privilege of kicking off our day with praise. You know, I love you so much, and I praise God for you, and I pray for you. Listen, Ricky, today, of course, the song is by Brian Courtney Wilson, Worth Fighting For. This is powerful because the song lets us know that no matter who you are, other people try to make you feel unworthy. Some have tried to make you feel that you are less than, not equal to, but here's the good news. We serve a God who loves Loves you so much that God says you are indeed worth fighting for. God fought so much for you that God gave God's only son to not only live amongst us for you, but to die for you and experience resurrection, victory, and glory for you. Listen, God is simply saying that you are worth fighting for. Have you ever felt that you didn't really count? Have you ever felt that you were not worthy of love? Listen, this song lets us know you are worth fighting for. Your value has been elevated because you are worth fighting for. I think I'll stop right there. Whatever else I want to say to somebody right now, this song reminds us that you have value. This song lets us know that you are treasured. You are special. You are amazing in the sight of God. Listen, you've got to know you are worth fighting for. So since you are valued by God, treasured by God, since you are special to God, then don't let anybody get you at a discount because you already know you are valued. I like that. Let me do that one more time. No one should ever get you at a discount because you indeed are valued. You are worth fighting for. Hold your head up high. Move through this day knowing that you are worth fighting for. There it is, Pastor Haynes, man, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Yes, sir. Love you, Ricky. Have a great one. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Y'all got your front page. Maria, good morning. 
Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., did y'all see his uh, Super Bowl ad? Yeah. Now, he has a, issued an apology to relatives after a Super Bowl ad for his presidential campaign closely resembled one used by his uncle, John F. Kennedy, back in 1960. Now, the ad featured Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, inserted in the original footage in a catchy jingle repeating the Kennedy surname. Now, this cost him $7 million, y'all. Uh, the ad drew criticism from one of Kennedy's cousins who disapproved of both the ad and his anti-vaccine activism. In other news, if you're looking to use a rideshare service on Valentine's Day, you may want to have a plan B. Uber and Lyft drivers in about 20 cities are expected to participate in a strike on February 14th, which might put a damper on dinner plans. Strikes are expected in San Francisco, Dallas, Chicago, Boston, Atlanta, Phoenix, and even some Canadian cities. Lastly, financial platform Neon Money has introduced a dating app called Score, targeting individuals with good to excellent credit scores, defined as scores above 675. The app aims to emphasize the importance of financial health in relationships, asserting that a good credit score could be a valuable attribute in the dating world. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more headlines and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? What's up, Maria? Well, the numbers are in. Super Bowl 58 sets TV ratings record 123.4 million viewers. This is the most watched program in television history, y'all. In television history. Shattering last year's mark of 115 million Shout out to San Antonio Spurs young star Victor Wimbenyama drops a triple-double with block shots. This is the first time this has been done in more than three years. He had 27 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 block shots. If y'all don't know what a triple-double is, normally players get that in points, rebounds, and assists. Victor did it with blocks. Tiger Woods back making his 2024 debut at the Genesis Invitational. Now, he just launched his new Sunday Red uh, apparel, man. You know he left. He left Nike. Him and Nike finally split up or whatever. He went. He went his separate ways. Now he's about to get ready to drop his own apparel line called Sunday Red, which represents the color that he's always wore on Sundays as he won all those doggone tournaments in his career, which is the color red. So Tiger continue to get into that bag. Quick sports right there. Uh, we got uh, the hot spot coming up next. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show pimping. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. So hot and catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, y'all. Uh, speaking to somebody that loves to smoke menthol cigarettes, sitting in for the Brent this morning. Rita Brent, good morning. <laughs> good morning. I prefer Newports. I'm with Brent sitting in for the Brad this morning, and here's what's happening in the hot spot. Headlining the Super Bowl halftime show is a memorable moment for any artist, but it wasn't the most memorable thing Usher did on Sunday. It turns out he married his longtime girlfriend, Jennifer, at a quick wedding spot called Vegas Weddings on the same day. His nice. mother served as his witness, and the couple obtained a marriage license just a few days prior. Usher and Jennifer have been together since 2019 and have two kids, so congratulations to them. In other news, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre's new premium spirits company is launching a canned alcoholic beverage called Gin and Juice by Dre and Snoop, referencing their iconic 1994 hit of the same name. The ready-to-go drink cocktails are available in four flavors, citrus melon, 
passion fruit and apricot and they have already begun rolling those out in stores nationwide snoop also added look at our age and look at what we've done and we still love each other so why not do something together and lastly kanye west aired a 30 second commercial for his yeezy fashion line during the super bowl which he apparently recorded on his phone in the back of his car though ads were running seven million dollars for 30 seconds this year west ad did didn't air in all markets suggesting he spent a bit less but he said it paid off he shared a text from a business associate and seemed to indicate that he sold 19 million dollars worth of merch via yeezy.com after the ad aired West infamously wanted to price all his items at $20 during his partnership with Gap, but the company refused. But now that his anti-Semitism has blown up that deal, he can dictate his own prices. Woo, that's a lot of money. $19 million. Yeah. That is. All right. I'm Rita Brent, and that's your hotspot this morning. And our one couple is really, really up the ante this year. So, uh, so much so that they decided to die together. How about that? Uh, the 93-year-old decided that they loved each other so much, they were, uh, what's that word right there? Enthusiasm. Euthanize. Euthanize. Ooh. new word of the week. Enthusiasm. Hey, y'all ain't gonna do my boy like that. Hey, man, say it again. Say it one more time for the people upstairs. Say it again, Rick. Say it, Rick. Say it, Ricky. Come on. Uh-uh. We pulling for you, man. We pulling for you. Come on, y'all we believe it. it out. One uh, syllable at a time. Y'all said it. No, y'all did. I practice when we go to commercial. But man, man, man up. Today. Man up. Man, you know, tomorrow's a day of love, Ricky. Valentine's Day. And fortunately, you still have time to buy the three most popular gifts. Candy, greeting cards, and flowers. Well, someone polled 1,000 millennials and Gen Zers who are actively dating and looked at what the perfect Valentine's Day date looks like in 2024. It turns out not much has changed and we're still pretty traditional. The perfect date starts with flowers or a gift and one of you should be picking the other person up. Don't make them meet you somewhere. And after that, it's dinner and a movie. (laughs) And the night should end with, quote, some form of togetherness. However you want to translate that in your dating situation. Now, it also looked at the top plans for people staying in for Valentine's Day. 61% plan to watch a show or movie together. 58% will cook a nice dinner. And 51% plan to become intimate. The average couple going out on a date will spend $180. And the average couple staying in will spend $86. Yeah. Yeah, get in there, whip you up some mashed potatoes, go get your, them little steaks be on sale at Winn-Dixie, go get you some garlic and some butter and sear that steak, put that oven on 500, and then put that steak in that oven after you sear it 500 degrees for seven minutes and take it out, let it rest for seven minutes, and then have you some, and then get your little garlic bread, you can make some little garlic butter, and, and a little salad on the side, turn the TV on, have you a nice little a little some some in the house. You got to deal with COVID and restaurants and people. And let me go get the bread. And then they come back thirty minutes later with the steak and all that kind of stuff. But you, you know, know what, oh, Ricky? You talk so much about cooking, and we know you can throw down in the kitchen. When is the last time a woman cooked for you? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good damn question. Like, like it is sit a good down, question. like, 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 let me cook for you. I, I would I feel so remember. judged and so pressured to cook for you. Because, I can't remember. Yeah. 
That would yeah. be a nice date around. for you. The bar is set high. Yeah, it is set high. Something like a woman on a, on a date. Like yeah, on, on a, she cooked. Mm, she mm, cooked, mm, got in the kitchen and she, threw down. Yeah. She come over the and chick, said, "Let me chicks, fix your meal." Yeah, chicks that I chicks that I date don't have their own place. <laughs> See. <laughs> Look at that low hanging fruit. I don't think I don't think Rick can uh can sit back and watch his girl cook for him. I know he could not let her do it. Nah, he gonna be like, go 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 step aside. Let me go take it over here. Exactly. So Rick, do you think Valentine's is overrated? Uh, sometimes it can be. It just depends. If you're in a relationship, Valentine's is everything. If you're in a happy relationship. Uh, a relationship Valentine's Day is everything. Valentine's Day is like Christmas, but when you're not in a relationship or, or whatever, you know, it's like, uh, mm, you know, I had a, I had a chick that used to sell dope back in the '90s. Bought me some uh, Reebok pumps for Valentine's Day. Hey, got a little, little cheap hotel room. She put them shoes out on because I couldn't afford nothing like that. And then some little Valentine's Day candy because it was leap year that year. And I, that, I kept them damn Reebok pumps for a long on, time. Y'all. I wore them on the plane to go do Showtime with the Apollo. Yes, sir. Well, <laughs> boy, them off the chain. You used to pump that little basketball on the yeah, toe. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man, my blood. Yeah, they help you with your blood pressure, too. Blood circulation. <laughs> Be mindful of the criticism that you internalize. Be mindful of who is criticizing you and be mindful to not internalize criticism that is illegitimate. And when I say illegitimate, I mean, why would you take criticism from someone who's never been in your shoes, someone who doesn't know how to do what you do, and someone who could never do what you do, someone who could never carry out the God-given gifts that you have been given? What I'm not saying is... I am beyond criticism, that you should be beyond criticism. I'm saying that you should be very intentional about whose criticism you honor, whose criticism you listen to. Because what I have found, what I've discovered in my short lifetime is that people are envious, they are jealous, they are covetous, and they are projecting their bitterness on you because they are not living the life they want to. You have to set boundaries and cut those people out of your life. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. 
As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. All right, The View, y'all. We love the show, The View. I love The View. And Whoopi Goldman, Sonny Holston, and some of the other girls. But Sonny is one of my favorites, honey. Well, Sonny is speaking out, y'all. I think she listened to the Ricky Smiley Munch. I know she does. Because she heard definitely what I had to say about um, Travis, Kelsey, and Miss Taylor Swift. Now, she's talking about people saying how raving about, oh, he didn't have his best game this weekend. And all that stuff. And, you know, she was saying, okay, she said, but this man here, he hollered at the coach. He did all these other different things and stuff like that. She said, but then, honey, she started talking about how flashy he was and how wearing all these flashy suits and things like that. But she said something that was so profound, Ricky, that I've been saying all along. And here's what Miss Halston had to say. Focusing in on Kelsey because he didn't have his best game. He was screaming at his coach. And... I will tell you, after seeing the outfit that he walked in with, and you have not gotten an outfit. See, I don't know. She's been shaming this outfit. Honey, can I just I tell you, it looks a little bit like the dress you got on exactly. today. Exactly. Which is why I'm going to say, I, I don't think this match. Taylor Swift Kelsey thing is going to work. So, oh, man, but it's all about no. the outfit. That, that outfit, that outfit showed a lot of swag. That was a lot of swag outfit. I'm not sure the two match. I've been saying this since day one. Kelsey and Travis are not going to be together. He just with her, honey, right now for this publicity he's getting or what have you. This man like women of color. Ain't no way in hell he finna be with no, um, 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 Trav. I mean, what's her name? Taylor Swift, honey. And like, I looked at the outfit he had on Ricky. He's dressing like he a man get of her, African He can descent. get her up to date. He can get her. She got enough money to be whatever swag it, she thinks uh-uh. she need to be to satisfy uh-uh. her man. Uh-uh. It ain't about money. This man like black women, honey. He, look how he act here. He act black. He wearing a black man's haircut, look, quote unquote. Look, and he, he dressed like a black club, man. Let her hang out with peaches. And, uh, and Rhonda and let her hang out for a couple of months and where she can get that whole energy. She don't have to be be a black she'll never be a black woman, but you know, she can get some black vibes and I just hang out. She ain't getting no vibes. She ain't getting none. But it is kinda hard to go from flavor to flavorless. It that's kinda hard. Travis do got some swag about him now. He got a lot but, of swag. Uh, He's blacker than you. Uh, her being a billionaire is flavor. Okay, but no, money but, don't make her hell flavor. No, sir. She I'm got sorry, money, but she look boring. Uh, she can get it. Mm-mm. She looked boring. Yeah, she don't cost it. nothing to teach her how to uh, cut up some greens with the, take the stems <laughs> out and get them down collard greens and some oxtails the right way. Mm. Well, honey, I tell you what, Travis is there right now. He gonna get his little chicken. He getting his airtime. But ain't no way, honey. And you remember the saying go that y'all just tell it to black women. Once you go black, you never go back, honey. Okay, he right there getting the check. He learned how y'all learned how to use, and then he gonna get his check, and then he gonna move on, honey. Because they are not going to be together. I just she rich. I'll make the switch. <laughs> oh, but, he got his, but he got his own bread though. He ain't, yeah. Travis ain't hardly leaking at uh, all. He got table uh, bread though. 
He ain't got Taylor Brand. But once you got over a certain amount of millions, it's all the same. Yeah, I promise you. She got brioche bread. He got light bread. It's a difference. But that light bread, he can take that light bread and get him a beautiful black woman because I'm sure she accept that light bread, honey. As long as it's no other one, you want to make a sandwich. Okay, so we gonna follow that story and see how that all turn out. All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. K. Michelle, y'all, she's speaking out now. She's being nice for now, honey. You know, she's speaking out. You know, she's acting out to Beyonce's going country. Now, y'all know Beyonce going country, but K. Michelle was the first black country female singer. I'm going to say it, but even though she probably wasn't. But anyway, honey, she, you know, she said something real nice. And, you know, we're comparing Beyonce's country song to K. Michelle's. And whose song are we doing first? Um, Beyonce, K. Michelle, here's K. Michelle country song. That's beautiful. Oh, that Here's Beyonce. Good. Okay. Yeah, it's all oh, good. Here's yeah. Beyonce. This ain't Texas. Ooh. Ain't no holdem. Hey. So cards down, 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 down. Let's so go. Lexus. You throw your keys up. Yeah. Stick around, round, 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 round. Oh, yeah. That sound really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, it made me want to square this. to go get me some, okay. some pigs and some chickens. <laughs> Cowboy boy Yeah. I'm with yeah, it. Let's go. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, um, the um, girl, the Mickey um, Guyton, honey, a lot of people love her. She's definitely revered. She's one of the bigger um, black female country singers and stuff. So it's amazing, mm-hmm. though, how, you know, some people saying that Beyonce was saying they just was sick of all this rap music, honey, and mess, honey, people um, throwing you out the window. But ain't, 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 ain't nothing wrong with, like, switching it over the country and, and just and seeing what that's like and making some country music or whatever, you know. Uh, that's dope. That's really but will dope. you be? But will you be believed? I mean, will people really believe them? I'm, can I really believe Beyonce? It's music, country. It's music. Why right. not? Okay, Michelle, too. You know right. what I, I predict? See? She puts out this country album, and then she finally wins a Grammy for Album of the Year. <laughs> that Jay Z was talking about. I think that's what's going to end up happening. Really? So you had to go all that waiting to get a, a dog mm-hmm. Grammy of the Year? Man, yeah, I mean, I, you got to get outside of the box. I mean, Shirley Caesar coming out with an R and B album. I'm, I'm excited oh. about that. <laughs> Said what? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, we can't wait for that, then, honey. But I mean, congratulations to um, Beyonce and to all of them. You know, in their country music thing. I remember I used to listen to Charlie Pride. My mama loved Charlie Pride. He was the black um, first black, I think, um, um, male um, country singer, honey, that's been around. He, he was around for a while. So, and now they got all these other people. She got a love song coming out. Called I remember Marvin. Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Anyway, my Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is stinking rose. On the high you say stinking rose, and on the low you say beautiful garlic pink. That's your Kahlua for yes. the day. Yeah, beautiful. Garlic. I remember Marvin, Marvin and the love that we made. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's cute. That's there you go. Share the the R&B album coming soon. Y'all give it up again with the team. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. 
I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, Rick Smiley Morning Show. I got your wake up call. Get at me. 8669 R I C K E Y. Here we go. Wake up. Wake up. It's time to get yourself from Lexington, North Carolina. Wake up, everybody. Wake up, wake up, wake up. My name is Tanya. My name is Broderick, calling from Tyler, Texas, trying to wake up the whole city. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm calling from Simpsonville, South Carolina, waking up Kylie and Kendrick Gary. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Principal Harris calling from Eatonville, Florida, calling to wake up my teachers, students, and my parents. Wake up, wake up, wake up. up. You listening on your radio. It's a whole gang of cities tuned in, lock in. What's yours? Because we gon' let them know. Where you at, North Wake up. For Take It Tuesday, we got the one and only Beyonce Aloysius. What's up, B? Hey, um, can I just give a shout out real quick? First of all, uh, I want to say good morning to Chance and Seven. They have never heard me on the radio this morning, so they're in the car. And uh, I want to tell everybody that they loved your uh, your your pasta noodles that you sent home. They absolutely devoured <laughs> it. Ricky said, hey, like, y'all, are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> My kids are four and six, so like they really haven't like under they don't understand that. Hey, mommy works at the radio station, so they're just like understanding that. Yeah. So, good morning, guys. Have a great day. All right, so. Uh, AI technology. Now, we're always talking about this and how it can affect what's going on. Well, the FCC just regulated that companies who are harassing you, like with the robocalls, can no longer use uh, AI technology to have those fake computer voices. One reason being, so over uh, the past couple of weeks, we've had these elections and everything. Well, up in the uh, New Hampshire primaries, people were uh, getting calls from President 
AI, Joe Biden telling them not to call. So this is how AI technology is going to affect the election. So older people who don't know better and they answer the phone and it sounds like Joe Biden is really calling. They don't know. And so he called with the AI version and, and told people not to go out and vote. So uh, the FCC is starting to put on regulations that happened this week. So companies are going to have to start thinking different ways about how they do their marketing. So hopefully you're going to get a lot less phone calls. Um, also, for all my Microsoft, uh, my Xbox fans out there, well, you know how you're always playing the games? Microsoft is having to make an emergency decision because the sales are down. It's really, really getting beat by PlayStation. So now Xbox is saying in the future, you're going to start seeing more Xbox releases with their video games available on those PlayStation platforms. So that's good news for you guys out there. Um, And if you have like an elderly person, we were talking about the telephones and stuff last week. Well, there's a new AI smart lamp. Now, this is where AI comes into good hands. So it's a lamp that you can give your grandparents or elderly loved ones, and it can detect if they've fallen. So again, you know, you have your wearable technology, but some people like my grandmother will not wear that type of stuff. But the smart lamp can notify the emergency contacts that your loved one has fallen down and call and get help. So definitely very, very, very cool stuff. Um, and also how AI technology is helping. Well, there are these great glasses. It's called the Lumen glasses. So again, wearable technology. For people who have eyesight issues, they can't see, what Lumen is doing is it's AI ha- a haptic device. Now, what haptic is, it's AI technology, but it kind of moves you instead of you moving it. So typically, most people who have blindness or some kind of illness where they can't see, they'll have a guide dog that walks them, right? Well, these glasses, they actually force your head down or they'll make your head turn to the right Ooh. or they'll make your head turn to the left. So that that way, it kind of directs you and... um it can navigate objects that are oh, high wow. or low below you. So very, very, very cool stuff. And also, I know you've been on TikTok. I know you've been on social media and you've seen the Apple Vision Pro. We talked about it before, but it's out. Now, the glasses itself, you know, cost below $3,500. Um, now, why is it good? Well, it's very cool. Um, it's very pricey. I personally never buy the first edition of something because it gets outdated very quickly. Um, but what you can do is if you want to check it out, you can schedule yourself a 30 minute free session. Now you don't go to the Apple website. You have to go to the Vision Pro website and you could check it out at an Apple store not near you. Now, why is this cool? Well, because these are the only glasses that are really kind of putting you in an immersive experience. So where you're completely in a digital world, or you could have like an augmented reality where you're sitting on the couch. You can still see your um, kitchen, but you can also see like the apps and stuff in front of you. And what a lot of people are comparing the Vision Pro glasses to is basically wearing an iPad on your face. So, you know, you're touching the apps, you're going through things. There was one TikToker who over the weekend, he actually wore the Apple Vision Pro headset for the entire weekend. He went and caught a cab. He was cooking. You could see him getting the recipes and watching the videos while he was cooking. Very, very, very cool stuff. So for all that information and more, just hit me up at Beyonce ATL. I'm going to be posting all types of videos and uh, just more gadgets and things that you need to be aware of. But again, at Beyonce ATL, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. There it is. I appreciate it. Beyonce, Ella wishes. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... 
But they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, uh, Black Tony, what's up, man? What up? Good morning. How you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling. Not coming to work. Late. I'm feeling extraordinary today, Saturday. I'm. I just. Oh, you on your way? You outside? Yes, boy. It's. It's. I got a big thing coming up today, boy. I'm trying. I tried to call you. I tried to call you. Well, you know, Saturday. You got to look at it like this. Sometimes when you got a big thing coming up, you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't. You know, like like mix up your day with something else. Cause you got yeah. something else coming up, and this so big right here. I'm yeah. talking about this so big right here. It's big, like if you took like a buffalo and an elephant and a hippopotamus and put them all together, that's yeah. big like that. That's pretty big. That's like, big. Like, I, I'm talking about like the like if you took the Super Bowl and the NBA, uh, NBA uh, uh championship and the and the and the and a Beyonce concert and and and, and Taylor Swift concert and put them all together. Yeah, this big, this big like that, Charlie. I'm talking okay. about if you, Charlie. I'm talking about you took like precious and bone crusher <laughs> and, and and put them together in the same in the same person. Yeah, it's just big. It's big like that. We get it. We right. get it, Black Tom. I'm talking. I'm talking about a a rock. I'm talking about like you took Walmart, Super Target, Sound Club, and Costco and put them all together, Charlie. I'm talking about right. You know how big that is, but I'm talking about That's you. I'm talking about you to a football stadium like the like the Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta, and yeah. the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, and the Madison uh, Garden Square, and put them yeah. all together, shout I'm talking about it's big like that, shout I'm talking about okay. I'm talking about hey, Rick, I'm talking about you to like Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, and and Chris Rock, and 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 all the committee and put them all on one sh- like it's big like that. I'm talking about this how big what I'm doing is 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 going on right now. Right. It's big like that. Hey Rick, Man, let me ask you, Rick, let me yeah. ask you a question. Yeah. You ever you ever been on the phone with somebody and you talking on the phone with somebody and you saying something and they hung up right in the middle of you saying something. You ever had that happen to you? Oh, all the time. All the time. I was uh, on on with my aunt. I don't know if the phone had got disconnected or or what happened, but that that has happened. It happens a lot. Sometimes, like the signal be bad, and all that kind of stuff. You feel me, Black Tony? I think he hung up, dog. 
Black Tony. Hello? <laughs> On this day in black history, <laughs> it was February 27th, 1962. 23-year-old Millicent Kibbins of Little Rock, Arkansas, had filed her personal income taxes for her job at a dressmaking factory. A couple months later, she received a check back from the government in the amount of $130. She was unmarried but had two small children with her boyfriend, Clarence. When Clarence found out about her windfall, he immediately asked if he could have $125 of that to invest in his Uncle Ronald's illegal bootleg liquor house. He gave his uncle the money, and unfortunately, Ronald was robbed at the bootleg house that same night, shot seven times, and died. <laughs> Clarence never retrieved the $125 and Millicent was forced to live into a life of destitution and poverty. This was the first documented case of a trifling baby daddy taking his <laughs> baby mama tax <laughs> refund and failing in his attempt to flip it. <laughs> Today in black history. <laughs> why, and why the Africans singing in the background? What they got to do with it? <laughs> Man, you dumb, man. You just dumb for that, bro. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two butter buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich. Because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the color of the day. What up, Gary? 
Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, Rita. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Ricky, they're saying millions, y'all, millions of people watched and heard the Super Bowl on recently, y'all. And people are still talking about it. And, you know, people were talking about Alicia Keys, honey, her voice, and she messed up and she did this and that. But her husband is speaking out and saying, honey, that y'all are lying, honey, because his wife is perfect and she sings and sounds very well. Well, it's being reported, y'all, that artificial intelligence, honey, and deep fakes become more precise and accurate and is now stepping in the picture, y'all. They're saying, we heard, honey, Alicia Keys' voice strain and crack on the opening notes of If I Ain't Got You, which she played right before transitioning, y'all, to her duel with Usher, my boo, and what have you. Well, now they're saying, guess what? If you watch the performance, honey, after the fact via the NFL's official YouTube page, you right. won't. You won't, Ricky, hear any sign of imperfection. And here's how Miss Alicia Keys sound initially, the first time. Some people want it all. Yes, that's how okay. she sounded, honey, when she started. And here's how she sounds now. Some people want it all. Wow. Baby, yeah. they said that voice yeah, crack, honey, has been smoothed over and presumably auto-tuned into something more soothing on the air. They say, honey, I that's think that, I happening. think something happened with the audio because how did they do that? With, it sounds like something yeah, happened with the do, audio. All they got to do is dub her voice singing it somewhere else and just dub it into the replay because we watched it last night. My family, we watched it last night and we noticed that. We like, oh, they smoothed that out. But it, it's just a dub. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, sad, but, but it sounds like the, the, to me it don't sound like a voice crack. It sounds like the audio went out. No, ain't no audio with her voice went out, that's, Ricky. That's a little crack, dog. That was and, a crack. And, we, and I know you love her dearly, and we do too. We all do. But, uh, but you know, Ricky, it's just what and it it's is. okay. It happens. Yeah. yeah, it happens to singers. I mean, you know, maybe she was nervous, or you know, yeah. I, she needed to. I mean, you're only singing in front yeah. of 150 million people. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, right. but that was that was a voice crack. Yeah, it cracked a little bit. But I, I, I just enjoy the entire Super Bowl uh, halftime show every year, no matter who does it, because I just like, uh, sh- um, you know, showmanship and great performances, even if I don't, uh, not a fan of the particular artist, but just everything that they put into it. And I just be be taken back by some some of the uh, the criticism. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. Now, she done sung a whole verse, and people are, uh, and the only thing people are talking about is one, the first note. But honestly, I didn't hear it get criticized as much as people just noticed it and they just cleaned it up, which I'm glad they cleaned it up. So now everybody's watching it. Yeah, but I tell you what, but her husband, honey, Swiss Beat is speaking. Now, he said, first of all, y'all talking about the wrong damn thing, honey. He said, first of all, he said, you don't see that amazing, beautiful dress, baby, covering the entire stadium. He said, plus, honey, he said, to be honest with you and to let y'all know a thing or two, it was a beautiful red Dolce and Gabbana bejeweled catsuit and billowing Mm -hmm. organza cape, honey, which she shared, honey, after seeing If I Ain't Got You. So he letting y'all have, he said, y'all poor broke Negroes, honey, check out her dress. Who is that? What he said? Yes, honey. He said, no, check he out her. And not up only that, too. That's the same thing with um with um um Jermaine Dupree, honey. He like, listen, y'all hollering about these damn socks he was wearing yesterday. Those were Louis Vuitton socks. And you can purchase them for six hundred dollars a pair. Wear them them socks yeah. with a pocket. But, but, and they had a pearl, a nice fresh water pearl. I wouldn't to, um, care if Louis Vuitton himself put them on my feet. I'm not yeah, wearing them. Not wearing yeah, them. Yeah. Well, you know, the stylist had to turn off the comments when he posted that picture. I noticed that. 
the person mm-hmm. that styled him. Mm-hmm. He posted the picture, but he turned the comments off because people were going in. Yeah, yeah he yeah. should have. But y'all need to would have been that bad if he'd have had on some long pants, but it was a short set. Uh-huh. But then, you know, and I'm, and I'm sure, as we all know by now, too, you know, Usher tied the knot, too. He got married. So some people say maybe he was a ring bearer in Usher's wedding, man. Just go to Usher. Some people saying, huh? Some people. <laughs> you gonna all that, you're gonna talk all that trash because Brad off work today. And Brad okay, is here. Okay, you having all your okay. fun. You having all your fun <laughs> while you here. Yeah, that was Gary yeah, Wendy. <laughs> well, somebody <laughs> said. Somebody texting her right now. Yeah, <laughs> not nice. You better wear your helmet when she come back. Yeah, baby. They say he was the last ring bearer, huh? Ooh, 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 ooh. You're going to keep oh, going. You're going to keep going. Uh-huh. You're going to yawn with this one, brother. Uh-huh. But he looked amazing. Like I said, those were Louis Vuitton socks, and they were only $600 a pair. Y'all go get y'all a pair, honey. So, honey, Daddy Them socks are $600? 600 Rick, no they way. had a pearl on them, honey. A fresh water pearl. You know how deep they had to dig for that pearl? But you gotta no pay for those socks, honey. Man, I wouldn't be surprised if Louis Vuitton cut him a check to wear them bad boys. So no, they, um, <laughs> Pharrell, honey, gave him that outfit to wear. Trust me, honey. Oh, there you Just go. Like he, when Beyonce was at the um um Grammys, honey, I and told y'all that was Louis Vuitton. Six hundred dollars in the, in the six hundred dollars the shorts, the, the socks should come up over the knees, damn. <laughs> Oh, damn, right. they gave you some ankle socks with a pearl okay. on it in a pocket for six hundred dollars. Yeah, he got an endorsement right. check for that, Rick. I yeah, bet I he did. Well, what you gonna put in the pocket? We'll go in the pocket. What you put in? Well, the pocket? I mean, you can put a coin, chameleon bread. You know, what'd you say, Rita? Chameleon bread. Just drop a couple of them in there. <laughs> no, something. Yeah, so. That's all can go in that little pocket. Yeah, but y'all just don't know fashion, honey. I love those socks, honey. I wish they sent me a pair. I wear them very well with a cute little short set, How with them legs you got? Yeah, well, that's all right, baby. Those girls are made for walking these legs. But anyway, the color today, honey, for my favorite color. I'm a pair of socks that need a belt. Go ahead. <laughs> The color today, Ricky, is stinking rose. On the high end, you say stinking rose. On the low, just say beautiful garlic pink. That's your color today. Take that back. You had to stop, Steve. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Your skinny ass leg. Your socks gonna have to come with a belt loop. You have to have two Louis Vuitton, two Louis Vuitton belt. What? Your socks sliding down. That sounds like hate to me. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. We all know that Valentine's Day is around the corner, and with love being in the air, there are many things folks would do for their significant other. Uh, some might give their partner a kidney or go to jail for them, but would you die for them? Yeah, that's deep, Ricky. One couple has been going viral for dying hand-in-hand together. The 93-year-old former Dutch prime minister chose to die along with his wife with the assistance of a doctor. They opted to end their lives by double euthanasia, which is a legal practice in the Netherlands for those experiencing unbearable suffering with no sight of improvement. Now, the couple had been in fragile health for a while, so they decided to take a lethal drug given to them by a medical professional. Wow. A statement from his organization read he died hand in hand with his beloved wife, Eugenie, the support and anchor with whom he has together been with for more than 70 years. And he always continued to refer to her as my girl. That's sweet. So, so in the name of love and Valentine's Day, uh, we want to know what is the craziest thing that you have ever done or would do for love, Gary? Mm. Nothing. 
That's why you ain't got nobody. I, that's why I said nothing. That's why that's your why ass going to be going to be sitting at home by yourself on on Valentine's Day. Special K, what's the, the craziest <clears throat> thing you ever did for love? I told a girl I had a terminal illness. <laughs> and that I, I had 4 months left. Huh? Terminal? Just, I was 16. Just to get her back. Man. I was just to get her. Yeah, I was 16. <laughs> and I wanted her to so feel what was sorry. She going? I wanted her to so feel what? sorry for me. I just want I just said I want you to go with me. <laughs> just in go my last with days. You. Just to be my girl for my last days. Mm. Did it work? <laughs> nope. <laughs> she, she was like, didn't give a damn, did you? <laughs> okay. You women evil out here, man. <laughs> Rock T, how far have you went for love? Man, when, when me and Crystal was dating, I bought her a puppy to help close the deal, and it worked. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, sir. What kind of puppy was it? A little toy chihuahua. Y'all still have it? Uh, he actually passed away. His name was Gizmo. Oh mm. man, how long? How long? How long did y'all have the dog? Well, we he he lasted. Uh, he passed away last year, so that was sixteen oh, years. Wow. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know that was uh yeah because you know they become like a oh a, absolutely a yeah she took it hard she took it hard I'm sure, mm. I'm sure she did uh Rita for love I got enthusiasm once. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, that's dirty. You know what I said? Yep. That's yeah. exactly what you said. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, y'all some low down riding Negroes on this show. But anyway, I'm going. Uh, uh, what about you? Uh, no, Maria. Maria, what, what, what have you done for love? Um, I was dating my husband for only three weeks, and uh, it was around Christmas time. I sent him a small box with a key to my house that I just bought. And told him to come home. Oh, oh, that's Ooh, man. Maria! Oh, man. Hold on, sure set did. the bar high. <laughs> Hold on, give me a drum roll. Give me, a, give, give me, a, give me a drum roll. Give me that's a drum roll. I did. Give me a drum roll. Give me a love song at the end of this drum roll. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold the hell on. Hold the hell on. If uh-huh. nothing, what? Yeah, Maria. Mm-hmm. For I all gave the him the keys a- to the first home I ever bought. And I put it in a small box, and I said, "Come home." Oh, and y'all been dating for how long? We we were dating for three weeks. Oh, he put that wood down, man. Damn. Oh my yeah. god! So the bed was already in, everything set you set up yeah, in every, there. Every I, I got he's six four. I got them high ceilings for him and everything. Maria, yeah, I sure did. Hey, Maria, fourteen years. Go ahead, Maria. Been together. Man, yeah. damn! Oh, Shout That's out to what James. I did. Yeah, yeah, James. Well, you know James was a plumber. <laughs> Well, you know, he holds it down. <laughs> He's great around the house. Your turn, Ricky. Let's change the subject. Because I'm the wholesome one on the show. I, I, can't even, I can't even get my, my brain to wrap around something like that. The keys to the house and tell him to come home. Yeah, I told him to come home. Can't nobody top that. That's deep. Yeah. Golly. And she work out in her Instagram popping. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what am I doing wrong, okay? Uh, everything, apparently. Anybody gave you no key said, come on. Yeah, we all doing something wrong. I got a key to an apartment, said, uh, so you can be there at the apartment when I get off work. But, yeah. damn. That's close. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think I done caked out and bought like some nice Valentine's Day gifts or whatever. Not, nothing, uh, uh, you know, extravagant or anything like that. You bought just, some tires for that girl. <laughs> That wasn't Valentine's Day. No, nah, that was just a regular came. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, chick had came. Yeah, chick had came over there. I walked the girl to the car, and uh, uh, cause she couldn't get up in the driveway, I called the car on the street because her tires was bald. That's why her car couldn't get up in the driveway. 
And uh, <laughs> she was unintentionally uh, doing donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was trying to pull up in the driveway. But she had no tread on her tires. McGarry, did I send you down there to get the tires? You <laughs> should. Dad and some other things, but we're going to start talking about but that. But didn't yeah, she honey. bring her stuff in a trash can bag? That was another one. Oh, that was a different one. Sorry, my bad. I'm sorry. I got all this stuff. My bad. Not, hey. No, she did not bring nothing in no trash can bag. Okay, I just... That not that she, one. Not no, that she, one. Had some, she had some luggage that was towed up, and we was getting ready to go somewhere out of town. Mm-hmm. And I told Gary to uh, go and get her a nice luggage. Set. I went and let the girls just walk through the airport like that. That wasn't yeah, the right baby. thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. T.I. said, it ain't tricking if you got it. That's right. right. Nah, it ain't tricking <laughs> if you got, if you got it. it but, but you can't have your girl um, uh, uh, suitcase tow up and then everybody looking at you mm. and you on TV and, and doing yeah. TV shows and tours and all that kind of stuff and your girl bag tow up. Then what does that say about you as a man? Mm. You know what I'm got, and she was got, cute too, but her luggage wasn't, but yeah. <laughs> what's, but, what's but we got a right. <laughs> Wait, what? what sound was them tires making trying to get up that driveway? <laughs> Turn the music off. <laughs> and it wasn't even ice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> then she got close to the garage. <laughs> <laughs> and then she tried to turn the car and put it in park and it slid all the way back down to the street. Yes. <laughs> you go now. <laughs> let's go. To, let's go to the phone. Phone lines wide open. Get at me. Eight six six nine. Ricky, the things you do for love. Good morning. Uh, Herbert calling from Louisiana. And the craziest thing I've ever done in the name of love was overlook that he went to jail. Hey, it's Black O'Ray from Orlando. And the craziest thing I've ever done for love is piece of like groceries. So Yoshi, Dallas, Texas. And I think I too would be enthusiastic in the name of love. Uh, I'm Kenny <laughs> calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, when me and my wife first started dating five years ago, uh, she was living in Raleigh. I was living in Charlotte. I drove two and a half hours just to see her for 10 minutes before she went in to work. So, needless to say, it showed her how much I loved her because now we married. Okay, my name is Michelle, and I'm calling from Orlando. And the crazy thing I have done for love is chase my man down after we got an argument while I was pregnant in the rain down the road. My name is Tiana. I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. And the craziest thing that I have ever done in the name of love was pick my son's daddy up when he walked up off of the prison camp. My name is DeWanda Brown. I'm calling from Augusta, Georgia. The craziest thing I ever did for love was gave it to my whole income tax check. Dang. She got what? In the whole check. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's at least five stacks. I- I'm scared. I'm scared to tell y'all what I did. Uh, I-, I did do something, but I don't even know if it was a love. I think I was just real trifling. This what? the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. What happened, dog? Go ahead, dog. What about, I, had, I think I already told y'all about that anyway. Uh, tell us again, dog. <laughs> so the chick, I was bold. I would never do nothing like this. The chick, uh, uh, husband, dry calves at night, all through the night. <laughs> all through the night. Maria, he drove calves all through from, from yeah. 8, and he got off at like 8 in the morning. So uh, he would he would be asleep in his guest room. Oh, girl called me over there. Go over there when, right when he get off, when he get into a good deep sleep. I would line my clothes up, leading out the window with the window halfway up. Yeah. And go over there and kill it. <laughs> in case he woke up. 
I had the socks, then the shorts, <laughs> then the, uh, the underwear, then the t-shirt, and then my car keys on the windowsill, just in case I need to jump out the window. <laughs> he ain't never wake up? Never woke up. So was you really killing it? Oh. <laughs> All right, y'all, reach my the morning show. Hey, it is about that time, y'all. Jeff Johnson got three things that you need to know. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, good morning, brother. What's up? Good morning, everybody. Good to be with you. What up, Jeff? How y'all feeling? Man, great, man. Happy to have you this morning. Man, good to be back in the country. I'm just getting back from Cali, Columbia. And um, as we continue to talk about Black History Month, I I said on Tuesday that we would talk a little bit about this whole reality of um, of, of Afro Latinos, um, the, the the diaspora of blackness, and as we as we celebrate Black History, we got to make sure that we understand who we were even before slavery and the stories of black people all over the world that actually share our bloodline, that share our shared destiny. And when we think about um, what we got to do moving forward, they are in solidarity with us. Um, I think one of the one of the one of the histories that I think is least told and one that I think is is I won't say most important because I don't want to rank it above anything else is um is is our brothers and sisters in Haiti. Um many people know Haiti as as the quote unquote the poorest country in the western hemisphere. Um but anybody who has been to Haiti or anybody that knows Haitian people, you cannot know Haitian people without being inspired. Um they they are just an unbelievably strong and powerful people and so much of it speaks to um their history. Um those of you that don't know the Haitian Revolution which took place between um, August of 1791 and January of 1804. Um, don't understand how literally, Rick, if, if you think about America, and this might sound strange when I first say it, America would not be America if it was not for the Haitians. So wow. so all of us studied um, the um, Louisiana Purchase, right? Uh, that Thomas Jefferson uh, went to France and was this master negotiator that got the Louisiana Territory, which was really about our Western expansion, um, from Napoleon. People talk about how great uh, Jefferson was and his negotiating ability, but but people fail to ask, why would Napoleon, who was the greatest imperialist in the history of the world, sell land, especially at a discount, to to America, which at the time was nothing, right? I mean, we, we were an unbelievably small country. Um, of of people who had just gotten independence from Great Britain, why would he sell us that land? Well, the Louisiana Territory was what was used as the supply chain to the sugar plantations in Haiti. The cotton um, was used to, to to clothe the slaves, and the timber was used to fuel the um, sugar refineries. Well, guess what? When the Haitians beat Napoleon and pushed them out of their country. He no longer needed the Louisiana Territory as a supply chain, and as a result, he sold it to Jefferson, which led the way of the Western expansion of the United States. I'm not saying that we would not have expanded. What I'm saying is there's no way the United States expands the way it does unless the, it, without the Haitians defeating the French army and claiming their country and independence. And so when we talk about um, all of the places all over the world that slaves uh, were dropped off from from the transatlantic slave trade, 
um, those are our brothers and sisters. That is our history. And so whether we're talking about Afro um, Latinos in Cuba or or Puerto Rico or Colombia or Brazil or Haiti or the or the rest of the Caribbean, um, they share a story with us that we've got to know. Um, as we know, our story of those that were dropped here in uh, the continental United States and North America. And so big up to all my Haitian brothers and sisters um, for who you are today. Um, but as African-Americans and as Americans, we have to salute you uh, for even uh, even creating the space for the Western expansion of the United States and what we now know as the United States of America. So those are three things I got for y'all. Hit me at Jeff's Nation on IG. All right, Jeff Johnson, y'all. All ready to smile the morning show. Hey. Boy, we got the one and all. Hey, Fantasha. Y'all jamming with us this morning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. <laughs> Fantasha, Fantasha oh. you thought, I know you thought that song was about Wawa. It's not saying Wawa. It's saying Wawa, Wawa. I was about to pull up. Right. It it do it do sound like wah wah. Yeah. Rock to rock to y'all know wah wah. That's like a look that's like a a big time gas yeah. station. Right. You can get get yeah, snacked. Hey Kiki, food. good morning, Kiki. What's up, Ricky? Hey. Good morning. Good morning, Kiki. Hey Kiki. Hey girl. Hey. You ain't say hey to me, Kiki. I ain't trying to. And you ain't. Re- I've been texting you. Huh? I've been texting you. Still trying to get at you. You been texting me. Yeah. If your name ain't the I, the R, the S, you want to text me. So I'm trying oh. to get at you. So, you want, yeah. So how about that? So stop. Uh. Please. Hey, hey, uh, play. hey, hey, Fantasia, I heard you in the market for a new car. You finna, I know you ain't getting rid of the, uh, get rid of the PT Cruiser. Oh no! It's been in my family for years. <laughs> Try to get a new car. Went what to this thinking? place called. It's a dealership called We'll See. <laughs> uh, it's called what? We'll See. <laughs> we'll See Auto. We'll See. So I went in there, drove in there. They found, put, filled out the paper. They took it because I couldn't get out. Yeah. Filled out the paper. They brought the paper to the car. Filled it out for. Yeah. I told Kiki, go on there, go on there, and, and ask them how long, what's going on. They said, we'll see. We'll see. They've been seeing for the last week. I'm on a new car. Yeah, because y'all, y'all, y'all know what that PT Cruiser out, because you done did uh, Uber Eats, you done did Uber, you done Uber did... Eats. Airport, taking people to the port, to the port, to the cruise, dropping people off to the school. Taking people, I'm taking myself. I went trying to get new tires, but they can't get it up off the ground. Put the we'll do it on there, so. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. many miles you got on it? Huh? How many yeah, miles how many, you got yeah, on how that How many car? miles you got on? Look, I got to move out. My stomach out the way. Okay, it's like a hundred and twenty something thousand. Damn, one hundred twenty-two seven three nine. One hundred twenty-two seven hundred thirty nine. What do you say, Kay? 122,000 miles? 122,739. Oh, that's not so bad. That's not bad. That car's like 10 real, years, uh, 20 yeah. years old. That ain't bad. No. No, not for a PT Cruiser. What I told him, I've been to Miles. We'll see. What I told him, I've
talking about I can't trade it in because I don't with car. I can't get out. They talking about trade in. I already had a bad week. Can't get dinner. I had to drive to the urgent care. Yeah. It was over the weekend. I got gout in my finger. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I got my finger swollen. Ain't that too, much salt, too much meat, too much wawa, too much fried chicken, too much all kinds of stuff. Left, left two of my fingers got gout. Uh, how the hell you get to the urgent care? They talk about have I tried to let some of the air out. It's damn hell. My fingers swole. Everybody talking about potato chips, pig feet, a lot of pork, chicken sauce, pork sauce. Yeah, that's probably what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kiki, you just hate to go to the pearly gates trying to get to heaven while PT Cruz and God talking about we're free. <laughs> Hey, Kiki, Kiki, so you just be riding, you rolling with your girl no matter what, you ride or die, no, no matter what fat times you go through. You. That's my girl That's my girl. Right. She is so crazy. She talking about, I owe her some of my taxes because she's gay. What about kids, some of her friends? You don't get no gay <laughs> I gave them a fry, couple of my jawbreakers, butter cookies. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna give me some cake? You gonna give me some taxes? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Got your front page right here, Maria. Good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. So the Senate passed a ninety-five point three billion foreign aid bill with assistance for Ukraine and Israel in a vote early Tuesday morning, setting up a showdown with the House as Speaker Mike Johnson has criticized the legislation. Now, the foreign aid package includes billions of dollars to support Ukraine and for security assistance for Israel, as well as humanitarian assistance for civilians in Gaza, the West Bank and Ukraine. Now, according to a CNN, the uh, Senate vote was 70 to 29, with 22 Republicans voting in favor including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. In other news, if you're looking to use a rideshare service on Valentine's Day, you might want to have a plan B. Uber and Lyft drivers in about 20 cities are expected to participate in a strike tomorrow, February 14th, which might put a damper on dinner plans. Strikes are oh, expected. Oh, man, that pregnancy rate going to drop for that day. <laughs> yeah, like how you going to get there? That's the only way you can get your ass over there. Mm-hmm. Strikes are expected in San Francisco, Dallas, Chicago, Boston, oh, Atlanta. Oh, Phoenix and even some Canadian cities. So get Y'all your, call, your call, favorite, me, call your favorite cousin that got that Honda Accord or mm-hmm. that Nissan Central that'll, that'll take you and drop you off and come back and get you. Oh there yeah, you yeah. Uh, it's gonna be real interesting to see what happens if they do go on strike. Uh, lastly, financial platform Neon Money Club has introduced a dating app called Score. Targeting individuals with good to excellent credit scores defined as scores above 675. So if you're trying to date somebody in this app, you have to have good credit. Now, the app aims to emphasize the importance of financial health and relationships, asserting that a good credit score could be a valuable attribute in the dating world. Okay, well. Yep. (laughs) What do you mean by good? 
six seventy five or higher. Ooh, I'm halfway there. Halfway. All right. Well, that's good for you. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more headlines and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? What up, mine? Super Bowl 58 sets the TV ratings record. The numbers are in 123.4 million viewers. That's the most watched program in television history, shattering last year's mark of 115 million. Rick, football season is officially over. Unless you want to count the uh, United Football League that's about to get ready to kick off. You Let's gonna, go. You going to watch some it. of that? You going to watch some of that? Let's I just need some X's and O's, bro. Hey, man, spring football at its finest. I don't give a damn if some kids playing in an apartment complex. <laughs> I just need to see somebody get hit. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? I'm right. obsessed with football, and life is just not the same without it. It's really depressing. So so you ain't going to get, like, I mean, you still got the NBA going on right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like the NBA when they get in the finals. Yeah. But I don't like uh, that, that, all that basketball, all that squeaking from the tennis shoes put me to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah, you hear all that squeaking and squeaking, man. Next man, I'll be in a fell asleep. But for some reason, that knocks me out. <laughs> Shout out to San Antonio Spurs young star Victor Wimbenyama drops a triple-double with block shots. This is the first time this has been done in more than three years, man. 27 points, 14 rebounds, 10 blocks. That's a pretty big deal because most people get a triple-double with points, rebounds, and assists. He did. That dude's so tall, he's doing underhand jumpers. He cold, dog. He going to be up. Uh, ain't no way he could just do a jumper. He got to, he got to do an underhand like a softball pitch. Yeah, yeah. He going to be the future face of the NBA in the next couple of years, man. He's going to be a true superstar in this league. That's my quick sports report right there. Follow me on social media at Rock T Holla. We got the hot spot coming up next. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the Viara 18. All right, y'all sit in for the Bryant Emmy nominated. Y'all, uh, I was actually out there on the field doing the Super Bowl at the halftime show with the Jackson State Sonic Boom. Uh, member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. The one and only comedian extraordinaire, Rita Britt. Rita! Rita, Rita. Yep, yep. That was me on the skates with the cymbals. I was out there. Uh, so here's what's happening in the hot spot. So, Rock T, you were talking about the ratings and the NFL viewership. Well, according to TV intelligence company Samba TV, Usher's Super Bowl show drew in 30.1 million households. That was up 5% from the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show, which featured Rihanna revealing her pregnancy, which drew universal rave reviews. Now, it is hard to say exactly how many individuals were represented by the 30.1 million households, but it is fair to guess at least three to four people per household and probably more because of all the Super Bowl parties. So probably upwards of 100 million people saw Usher and his Super Bowl halftime guests with, of course, a breakaway performance from Jermaine Dupri's Sanctified Socks. In other news... In other news, Killer Mike is speaking out after being escorted out of the 2024 Grammys in handcuffs. He appeared on The View and discussed being arrested at the Grammy Awards for misdemeanor battery on February 4th following an alleged altercation in the arena. He also described leaving custody and walking out to his wife in the rain as that being like a romance movie and then they went to a party. He said he couldn't talk too much about the incident because it remains an ongoing legal matter, but reiterated his claims that backstage was overcrowded, the winners were exuberant, and security got a little overzealous. 
Lastly, Usher asked Justin Bieber to take part in his halftime show, but Bieber, quote unquote, wasn't feeling it. Before Sunday's event, yeah, and then it sparked social media rumors that they would team up and perform. Instead, Bieber and his wife Haley watched his show from a suite at the stadium in Las Vegas, and fans were upset. A music industry source said there's no bad blood between them, but Justin just wasn't up for it. Wow. Imagine imagine saying no to Usher. Bieber sold that music catalog for $200 million. He don't feel like working no more. Oh, really? Yeah, he sold his music catalog $200 million. Oh, wow. That's what he feel like. Yeah, but get up on stage. You got an opportunity uh, to perform the Super Bowl. You're making history. Yeah, uh, he probably just got stage fright. That that is son. That's a lot of pressure now. And then he that, credits Usher as discovering him, doesn't he? he like did, he worked yeah. with him when he was a little boy. Yeah. But he, he think I, he would. Has he performed lately? I he might him. be rusty. And yeah. That's, that's a he, huge stage still to be touring. rusty. He's still touring because I know his drummer, uh, a guy who plays for him. So he is touring. So he ain't rusty. Mm. But anyway, I'm Rita Brennan. That's your hot spot this morning on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.